This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this, if those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people, and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and this is the Executive Job Search Secrets podcast. And today's topic is something that I think is extremely important to anybody who is looking actively for a job, especially if you're in between positions. Mental and psychological preparation for your job search. I know it seems counterintuitive, especially emotionally. We want to get out there. We want to feel progress. We want to do something. There's a lot of fear, uncertainty, anxiety about being out of work. But I'm going to tell you right now that there's probably nothing that you can do more important to add to your success than hitting the pause button on your search, taking a step back, doing a little introspection, and and psychologically preparing for the journey you're about to go on. The reality is, This job search cannot be handled like a job search if you want the results. Most of the jobs you're looking for are not going to be posted or advertised. It's going to take a different strategy to be successful. And if that's the case, if you want success, let's face it, the U.S. Department of Labor says the average job search takes about one month for every $10,000 of desired income. That means if you're a 200K income earner, that's almost two years for you to find your job. Now, that's just a statistic. I know that may not feel real to you right now. But I can't tell you how many people I talk to on a daily basis that come to me after a year of thinking about doing something or, or thinking about working with somebody or, or thinking they could just do this on their own and not wanting to really implement a proactive strategy. And now they look back over that year and they're like, holy cow, how did this happen? How did I end up here? And now they're out of runway, they burn through their reserve funds, and they're in a bad position. So I'm telling you, even though it may not feel productive, it is so important to kind of take a step back, seek clarity. You know, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, always says, begin with the end of mind, start with the end of mind. Seek clarity about where you want to go. What do you want to do? What is your value? What value do you bring the highest? Are you able to clearly articulate your value proposition and the problems that you solve for organizations, right? It is absolutely essential. You need to have clarity about you and where you want to go and the companies that you want to be aligned with that are going to be the most fulfilling for you. Now, I'm also a big believer that we can all deal with the things that we expect to happen to us in life, right? So I, one of the things that I think is one of the most important pieces of value that I bring to the table for people I speak with is just given real clarity about how hard this is going to be. I, I have no interest in blowing smoke to you about uh, that you're going to be able to find what you're looking for in 60 or 90 or 120 days or anything of that nature. You may be able to. We have a lot of clients that have, uh, by all means. But to have that expectation sometimes is a bit delusional. Um, the real truth behind this is if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly until you're good at it. This process, this job search process for you is a sales job. So you need to make sure that you handle it accordingly. And the sad reality behind this is, well, it's not sad. It's just the reality is most people aren't salespeople. Uh, the, the whole idea of a sales process is uncomfortable, right? You have to, a lot of asks of people. 
You have to know how to navigate those networking conversations and cultivate those relationships with key people the same way a salesperson would. Um, the difference is the product that you're selling is you, right? And you're also gonna get told no a lot more than you hear yes. And I think we all have this tendency, especially when we're talking about ourselves, we don't wanna hear no because it's hard to hear no. You start to feel less than and you start to feel not worthy. Uh, you start to doubt yourself. You start to question your own ability. You start to question if this is ever going to end. And I would say this to you is prepare and just know that part of this process for your success is to hear the word no an awful lot. And that's okay. That doesn't demean your value, doesn't diminish your value. Uh, it, it only means that you're going to hear no probably nine out of 10 times. And that's just part of the process. So here's, here's what I would suggest to you out of the gate is create a passion statement. Now, why? I guess is the question that a lot of people ask me. Why do I need to create a passion statement? Well, it's actually kind of twofold. First and foremost, your passion statement is for you. Um, you need to really align with why you want to do what you do. Uh, your passion statement may not have much to do with your job at all. In fact, I have a lot of clients that have created two passion statements. Um, one passion statement for them, for their, for their search, for their own internal motivation. Sometimes they overlap with each other. Sometimes your passion statement is about your kids, it's about your wife, it's about your family, it's about providing, it's about uh, just wanting to get your life to a certain place, your career to a certain place. And sometimes it's about what you want to do. Uh, it's about wanting to be involved in certain organizations, certain types of cultures, wanting to make a certain impact in an organization, a certain impact in the world, ultimately, right? And so those passion statements are Vital. You know, John Maxwell said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Once they find out how much you care, you better know something. Now, think about that. Your organizations, the companies that you're going to be interviewing with, when you're talking about being at the executive level like you are, key to understand that every single person interviewing for this job is going to have a similar background to you, is going to have a similar skill set to you, is going to have a similar uh, success track record and degree and all these things that you've done throughout your life to make you a top 2% performer in the world. Now you're competing against other top 2% performers, right? And so how do you differentiate yourself? You differentiate yourself with passion. You differentiate yourself with, uh, with, with heart, with just desire. And if you think about it, you could put two football players on the field and they can have equal talent. It's not necessarily even the person, if they aren't equal talent, it's not even necessarily the person with the more talent that gets the starting role or starting opportunity. It's the person with the most drive and the most heart and the most passion for the game that gets on the field because passion goes a long ways. And if you think about it, you know, companies are, just as scared about hiring you as you are about looking for a job. They don't like to hire. It's a, it's a it really risky proposition for companies to bring on new people. If they don't get it right with you, they're not just losing out on your salary. They're losing out on years of potential growth. If they make the wrong decision with you, uh, it actually can cost millions and millions of dollars going in the wrong direction 
culturally, financially, just direction of the company, decisions that are being made, strategies that are being implemented. And so they are just as fearful about hiring the wrong person as you are about finding that job, right? So it's, it's key to understand that that passion is the driver here. You are not going to be able to make yourself stand apart on paper very much from everybody else as far as your degree and background and pedigree and all that stuff. What you're going to be able to do is set yourself up about how much you love to do what you do, how much you love this company, you know, like build a bridge with them, like talk about how excited you are to have an opportunity to work with an organization like them. Find companies. If you focus on targeting companies that are in your wheelhouse, that are in industries that you can passionately get behind, that you can speak to, that you can ultimately get excited about working for, that's going to come through. You can't fake this stuff. You need to be authentic. And that's why it's important to take a step back, psychologically prepare, begin with the end of mind, seek clarity about what you do best, what would get you the most excited, and then create an intentional, targeted campaign going right to those organizations. And don't worry about if they have job postings, because they probably don't. But just because they don't have a job posting doesn't mean there's not a job opportunity. There's always opportunity for the right person. If they can align with you and they see you as an investment opportunity, a lot of times job opportunities get opened up. Remember, if, if you look at this, not like a job search, but like a sales process, then you're just a product in the marketplace. If you can quantify your value enough to the right organization and show that you're an investment that's gonna have a fast rate of return for the organization, there's no shortage in the market for people like that. If you can just articulate your value, quantify that value, and get in front of the right people, get in front of the right organizations, then the opportunities will just fall at your feet eventually. You just gotta get comfortable with navigating that process and stop thinking of this like a job search, right? If you think of it like a job search, I'm gonna say it time and time again, you will be treated like a job seeker and job seekers get horrible results. And that is not what you want. That is not what I want for you. And so anyway, I hope that helps. I hope it makes sense. Create a passion statement, start with the end of mind, lead with that passion statement. Let your passion lead everything you do, lead every conversation that you do. It is the driver behind your why and it is ultimately going to be what differentiates yourself from everybody else in the job process. So go out there, crush it, have a blessed, inspirational day, and I'll talk to you on the next podcast. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up. On This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.